Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, September the 27th. We are back in the studio rocking and rolling, episode 111. Guys, let's get right into this. Has your grief made you feel so outside of yourself that you didn't know how to let other people in? So I'm getting to this point because I'm realizing that as I lean more into my new normal, my newness of who I am when I'm embarking on a grief journey, it's a time where you're really learning yourself and trying to figure out who's this new person. And I think when we're in that time period, we want other people to support us, but are we really leaving room for that? So sometimes unconsciously, unknowingly, We're pushing people away and not really leaving that space for them, but then we're kind of mad at them and shading them for not being there. I think it's really important because I talk a lot and I advocate a lot for the bereaved person, but I really want to kind of park and sit in the whole conversation about how we allow other people to show up for us. How do we receive that love and that support? Because just like anything else, our blinders are on. And it's called a blind spot for a reason. So what and how are you dealing with the blind spots on your grief journey? So I'm wondering, when's the last time we've had a conversation where we're the one asking questions about how someone else can perceive us in our journey? I don't want to say brokenness because I've been learning over the last, I guess, year or so how it might not be healthy to tell someone that they're broken or that they're in this brokenness because I think it lends to the connotation that there's something wrong. And I'm speaking specifically about grief. So when I think about grief, I don't I don't view it as something that's wrong. I view it as something that is. It just is. It is what it is and it will be what it will be. And that's a part of it that sometimes becomes troubling because if something is so unpredictable and it, and it can't really be packaged, if you will, or, or put into a box, that's dangerous. I'm, I'm scared of things that I can't control and that I'm not familiar with and it isn't normal to me. So I want to speak to the person who feels unsupported and I want to challenge you. Are you allowing yourself to be supported? Are you saying, hey, how do you think I've been doing? What do you see? Is there anything that you think I've done or, or said or how I've been? Because I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm going to put myself out there. I've been known to kind of not be like cold, if you will, but just definitely a distance in terms of how I allow people to show up for me. It's like I'm always willing to be Johnny on the spot or save someone else or show up for them and just be there. But when someone tries to do something for me, even the slightest act of kindness, for whatever reason, my life experiences has made that a challenge. And it's so sad because I feel like if I could describe it to you, 
it's like this little person inside of me is screaming like, yeah, help me, help me, help me. Yeah, you can help me, you can help me. But then my outer shell is like, no, no, we do the helping, we don't get helped. We do the saving, we don't get saved. And I'm telling you right now, somewhere along my journey, somewhere as a youngster, I was told that or shown that or whatever it was. And it's still just lingering somewhere in my psyche. And I think, and I'm pretty sure that it's hindering my growth in my journey. Now, I've done some work in that area, so I'm getting better. But I just want to say, hey, have you also maybe seen that in, in your struggle, in your life where you sit there and you're like, man, no one's around. No one's helping me. But we don't really know what that energy is that we're giving off. Is it kind of similar to a skunk? And it's just this awful, awful stench. But maybe if you're so comfortable with it, it's not easy to be identified. And so the flip side to that too, though, is it could be that you have advocated for yourself and you have spoken these things, but then people drop the ball in supporting you. So then you're like, eh, eh, I don't really want to go there. No one really understands me. When I said that I was rejected, I don't feel like this or I don't feel like that. And what I'm learning currently presently in this season of my life is that I can't expect me from other people. And that's a hard pill to swallow, especially when you overextend. Like I just told you, I'm a person that goes out, goes out, goes out. But then, like I said, I'm not trying to talk out both sides of my mouth, but I want you to understand that the the picture here is that the healing journey is a two-way street. And we've got to be open to what we're putting out, but we've also got to understand that everyone else perceives us differently. So I made a post the other day on social media commending someone in my life that played a major part in who I am. And there was tons of positive comments, but then there was one comment. It wasn't actually even words. It was one emoji that wasn't even words, but it, it can hint it can hint towards negativity, if you will. And what I realized by that and the reason why I didn't even mention anything to the person that commented is because what is true in life is that we are someone else to everybody that we know. So everyone sees us differently, including ourselves. And so it's like some people might view me as someone that doesn't need to be saved, that doesn't need help. So they just might not offer help. And then there's someone that maybe saw a different version of me at some point in my life. And then they're like, nah, I can see beyond that. I know what that is. And, and the same thing for you. So we've got to, what I think is, prioritize our own healing, get more familiar with who we are and where we are actually in our journal. And then I think our ask can be more accurate and possibly fulfilled a lot easier. Because what I have to say is, although I'm the grief bully and I'm in this journey, when you're trying, when I'm trying to support someone or be there for someone in a scenario that I'm unfamiliar with, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. You kind of got to tread lightly and you got to walk on eggshells. And, and then what I'm also learning right now, this is this is good for the support person in the lives of those that are going through something. When someone's venting to you, sit and ask the question, is this a solution conversation or are you just talking? Do you just need to vent and get something off your chest or are you looking for an answer? Because I'm going to give an answer kind of person. 
gonna give you an answer. I'm gonna give you a backup plan. I'm gonna give you so many suggestions that you're gonna be like, man, why did I even call you? And so I think though with that too, is you start to grow and you become more of an understanding listener. Majority of us are listening to respond. We are listening to respond. So if we're listening to respond, then why would people even talk to us? Because they, you can tell when someone's listening based on their response. First of all, if you cut someone off, then obviously you weren't listening and you were just teeing up your answer and ready to just spew it off at them. But just being silent sometimes. But you know why it's hard for us to do that? Because silence is uncomfortable. Silence is very uncomfortable because especially if you're trying to offer support, you don't know what's going to come next. Are you about to start crying? Did I say the wrong thing? Why are you struggling? I don't know what to do. And this is kind of a part of it that I, I realized this and I saw this the other day. Today, actually, I saw this on social media and I thought it was so dope. And I'm actually going to share it. It was someone else's post. And it said, this is why a lot of people get it confused where you're using your partners and you think it's OK to use your partner as a therapist. Because we have this stigma and a connotation that therapy is just talking about your feelings. But it's not. It's deeper than that. It's about an action plan. It's about a healing plan. It's, a, it's about way more than that. And so to bring this all full circle, when we're expressing our grief and, we're, and we're, we are at a place where we feel comfortable having conversations with those in our lives and we're trying to step outside or welcome them, them in, if you will, to our new normal, We've got to be conscious of the fact that some of this stuff is just way too heavy for your bestie. It's just way too heavy for your boo. People go to school for this for a reason. The mind is a complicated thing and people have actually studied this. So if you say, why am I going to go talk to a stranger? Why am I talking to this person? Because when I talk to so-and-so, I still feel the same. Well, so-and-so is not trained in that area. And so I'm not saying that we cannot find support from the people in our lives, but be mindful of that. And, and that also says to be fair to them. Sometimes it's like, what do you really expect somebody to do? What do you expect them to do? What is that? What is that void that you feel that lack of support? Is it deeper than that? Has there been some other area or time in your life where you've been more scarred or like I said, sometimes that abandonment just sits with you and it stays there and it's kind of hard where you don't want to really reach out and open up. So not for nothing. Again, the struggle is very difficult. And why I say struggle is because when I hear struggle, I think of I think of battle. I think of an opportunity for something to actually be overcome. And we're and we're going to continue to go through it. But we do want to get to a part where we're thriving. But I, I just don't think that it's realistic to think that we'll live a life without areas of struggle. I think areas of struggle give us opportunities to grow and to redefine ourselves and to see who we actually are in this whole cluster and ball of just life. Life is heavy. Life can be challenging, but life does not have to be lonely. It does not have to be lonely. The good, just like we want to celebrate the good with people, we want to make sure that we find that good circle for the bad and then say, mm, OK, I've got to take this to another place or I've got to use my voice. I've got to speak my mind to protect my heart. 
because it's very important that sometimes we expect things from people, but we're not communicating and having that conversation with them. So then they just keep falling short and we just keep getting mad and resentment is getting built and people are still just living their lives. And then you're pissed off. But did you ever call them out on that? Why do we think it's so offensive to tell someone where they're falling short? Somewhere we've learned that as well, that telling someone how we actually feel and expressing that is offensive. It's like, we, oh, I'm not even, I shouldn't bring that to their, no, you should bring that to their attention. Give somebody that opportunity to then choose what they're going to do. And then if they don't do that after the first or second time that you do that, then you might say, all right, you're just not, this is just, you're not capable. But don't just get mad at people and hold secret resentment because they're not doing or showing up the way in which you want them to. But you never gave them the opportunity to do that. And then if you're having a trouble showing up for people and they're not receiving it, it goes the same thing. Tell them, listen, I'm willing to hear your tears, but you are just not pleasant to be around. And it's kind of hard. So we've got to remember that boundaries are important on both sides of things. So, again, I hope that this wasn't too much for you to digest and it wasn't too much going on in the conversation where it was hard to follow. But sometimes I just get these thoughts in my head, actually a lot of time, and I want to try to formulate them the best way I can. I want to give you enough to chew and to sit with until the next episode and for you to really think about and self-reflect and see, hey, where am I in this story? Where What doesn't apply to me? Or not just being selfish because I think that that's how we heal is by heal better, excuse me, as a community is by going back and telling other people, hey, I listened to this episode, this podcast, the grief bully was talking about this or that. I think it might apply to you. It was kind of hitting some things for me, but I really think it would apply to you. That's also not offensive. Because sometimes we don't have the words, but if someone else has the words, then use that person's words to help that other person find healing. It's a chain reaction. That's how it works. Just like I said to you, I saw a post and I'm going to go share it because that doesn't maybe only help me, but that's going to help a lot of other people. And I didn't have to say it. So you got to remember that, too, that we all are in this in this together. It's just this link. I mean, excuse me, it's this chain and we're all a link and we all play a part. But we can only really be impactful if we can step outside of ourselves and if also we can step outside of ourselves to let other people in. So that's all I really wanted to touch on today with you guys was just to sit in today. I'm super appreciative, as always, for you guys rocking with me, for showing up, for DMing, for commenting. If you're watching on YouTube, I appreciate that. I always try to hit you all back for DMing me, all that good stuff. Leave a comment if the podcast is helping you, only if it's helping you. I don't want to just solicit reviews for the sake of solicit, soliciting reviews. Again, life impacting communicator, speak with purpose. So if I am not helping you in any way, don't just do me a favor and put out stars. I want to push content that's going to be life-changing. So I appreciate it, guys. Episode 111, short and sweet. Again, I pray that it was helpful. If you're not already, why are you not following me on Instagram? It's where I hang out the most. I'm constantly posting on there. Make sure you follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole, guys. So next time, you already know. Love and light. Peace. <music>